Let's talk about how people get around or perhaps don't get around in our city. The board for the TTC has approved the TTC's budget, which is a component of the city's overall budget. And we're joined by the chair and city councillor and old friend of the show, uh, John Burnside. Nice to have you, sir. Uh, thanks for having me, John. The way this particular budget envelope is being characterized is more money, less service. So, I mean, how did you approach this as a budgeting exercise? Well, I think with any budget exercise, it's about balancing, right? It's about right-sizing the service, matching capacity with demand, and, you know, meeting our obligations. What And, and you know, we have a huge capital backlog. We have operating uh, issues in terms of l- much lower ridership. We're only at about 69% ridership. So to offer 100% service uh, with 69% ridership, it's, it's a very difficult thing to do. If we wanted to do that, we would need an extra 60 million dollars and we're already dipping into our reserve fund just to move this budget along what form does the diminished service take is it just you know less frequent appearances by the same number bus or how how did you manage this so, I mean, this is all done by um, TTC staff. I mean, they're experts in it and they, they project ridership will return to about 75%. So, uh, I think the biggest hit is on the uh, the subway where they project it'll be about 73%, but service will be at a 75% level. Um, the bus service, on the other hand, is projected to rebound to about 80% and we're going to offer 94% service. I think the important thing to, to know about all this, John, is that it's going to be constantly monitored throughout and where demand increases will increase the uh, service but by and large and the uh, rush hour routes we're looking at you know an extra half minute minute delay that sort of thing but um, one of the things in the in the deputations yesterday there was a lot of characterization that it was going to mean more crowded uh, buses, trains, and streetcars. And that's simply not the case. We're still exceeding capacity versus projected ridership. You know, something I've noticed, because it's the subway line I use most frequently, but there's nobody in the rear cabin anymore on the Young University line. Uh, are the, have those people been redeployed elsewhere? I mean, that has to be a major cash savings. Yeah, and I was asking about that yesterday offline. I think the the cash savings is, um, I think it was about, I can't remember the number, about 70 operators. And so you're looking about $7 million and approximately, but yeah, they have been redeployed. So, you know, the TTC is very good at finding efficiencies and it was decided there just isn't that need for that second operator anymore on the online one. And, and that's what they've, uh, one of the ways we're able to save money. So there's a lot of efficiencies. Now the union doesn't always like that, but it's, you know, it's trying to offer the best uh, service at the best price. Now, some of the people who were presenting to you, um, you know, as you approach this final budget seal, uh, were arguing that the service was going to be severely diminished and then arguing that it's the most poor in the community who depend the most on the TTC. I mean, for me, it's a nice, convenient way to get downtown and I save on parking and I don't get into traffic. For others, it's the only way they can get to and from work. Are those people necessarily going to be underserved? No, I don't. I don't think so. In fact, in the some of our neighborhood improvement areas, we're acti- um, adding 240 service hours. So we're looking at this through a data lens and, of course, an equity lens, and saying, you know, how can we offer the best service 
in, in the areas that need it the most. So, you know, we're still overmatching uh, service to demand. And I think that's the key, uh, t- key takeaway from this. Absolutely, it's not going to, you know, right now we're at about 90, I think 94, 95% service levels, and we're going down to 91%. So we've already reduced it a little bit. And I think the, um, the key here is that it's, it's targeted. So we're going to look at where, the, you know, there's just no ridership. And they're going to be more affected for sure in terms of wait times. But in the key areas, in the key neighborhood improvement areas, I think it's going to be a minimal impact and certainly uh, not um, overcrowding or any sort of crowding, which was, I think, really the the biggest concern that was raised yesterday. Okay, one last uh, question for you, not about the budget, but uh, John Tory in his year-end interview with us on News Talk 1010 said he had no insider knowledge, but he was projecting that the Eglinton Crosstown would be active before the end of this calendar year. Do you have any special intelligence on that file? I don't. I have absolutely nothing to offer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First time a politician ever just said, one. I don't have an answer. All right. <laughs> John, thank you very much. Good to have you this morning. Thank you.